Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Brother Sister Show, a family-owned and operated podcast where two siblings keep in touch by talking about movies. This week, we're talking about Olivia's pick, Blue Ruin. But before we get into that, what's up? What's new? What's popping? Um, not much. <laughs> I I haven't really watched anything other than the British Bake Off. Um, there was there a new episode of This Is Us? I think there was, but it wasn't like. There was. Really it, was it. it was okay. <clears throat> nothing that I, I honestly don't remember what happened in it. There was a dumb music video that <laughs> was made. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Yeah, let's not get into it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. It was just a dumb episode. <laughs> I don't want to no, waste time. I just time. felt like nothing. Um, I did finish. I finished a book and I started another one for my book club at work. So I didn't really watch anything, but I read those books. The first one is called "We're Oh Shit." We're never really meeting. We're never meeting in real life. Something like that. And it's just a collection of essays by um, author named Samantha Irby. It was very good. I don't know if you've read a a book of essays. I don't know if you've read. I don't know if, do you know how to read? <laughs> I don't know if you, have you read a kind of book like that where it's just like a bunch of different stories after, like one after the other? Like an anthology? No, it, it's, it's literally, well, the reason it's called essays is because it's like, it's kind of like a blog. Like it's just personal stories, personal essays. Oh, uh, no. Well... Me neither. And this was my first one. And I really liked it. She's really funny. And well, I did that one. And then the next one we're doing is a book called Hunger by Roxanne Gay. And I've been wanting to watch or watch. I've been wanting to read this for a very long time Um, because it's just about it's a I think she calls it a memoir of my body. Um, And she's just right now it's just talking about like her life in terms of her body. Um, because she gained a lot of weight and it was due to some trauma. And so it's just like an interesting, um, perspective on life and I really like it. So I like it so far. The big thing I love about it right now, cause I am not like super in, I'm like maybe 80 pages in is that every chapter is so short, like maybe a max of five pages. That's nice. I, I feel love like it. you're accomplishing a lot. Yeah. I don't know what chapter I'm on right now, but it's probably like 20 or something. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all I've watched. Not personally, um, I don't know. I feel like everything's been a blur. I think the election kind of made life, it, it's, for better or worse, it made it kind of exciting. You know, it made every day kind of like distinguishable. But now I'm back to the like quarantine blur where I don't, I can't tell the days um apart but definitely yeah i don't know i'm just just living <laughs> i got just my living. budget in order you know i'm i i am really bad at like keeping track with that i have a an app that i use <laughs> <laughs> you're like right. nodding you're just like so bored no i'm i'm uh, well i'll get into why i'm tired all right. Well, I, there's nothing new with me. I usually have a, a ton to say, but 
I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I really can't remember. I didn't write anything down on our Google Doc. Um, the only thing I sat down and watched and had like my attention for a long time was uh, Blue Ruin. And that's it. Um, well, I watched two things besides Blue Ruin. Both were at uh, Kayla's place in San Antonio because mm-hmm. uh, we went home for the weekend to celebrate her and her mom's birthday, which is the day of we're recording. Mm-hmm. So we watched, as per her mom's suggestion, Unhinged. I don't know if you've seen it. Uh, Russell Crowe is the only actor I know. The kid in that one, I know he's from something. I don't remember what he's from. Is this new or old? I don't know. It's, I think it might be new. It's about, Russell Crowe is like a, a dude who road rages. Oh, the kid is in, uh, he's also the kid in the latest Chucky Child's Play. It came out last year and lights out. <laughs> what? Gabriel Bateman, <laughs> Kayla's researching for me. A new Chucky? Yeah. There was a new Chucky? Yeah, last year. Uh, Aubrey Plaza was the, the mom. <laughs> Anyways. I, I believe you, I guess. <laughs> that movie... That was like, I got so upset with the way the actors were. Is it bad? It's pretty bad. If you yawn, stop fucking yawning. I'll get, I'll get to why I'm yawning. I'm sorry. (laughs) That movie was like so weird. It's like Russell Crowe is uh, someone who gets angry on the road and he's like road raging and he just like follows them. He gets angry. I didn't like the way they used road rage in that movie. Just go watch it. What is it <laughs> on? Dumb. I don't remember. <laughs> Just go look it up. You sold it so well. Yeah. That's it. Uh oh, and then we also watched New Mutants. Oh, is that that's out? <laughs> oh, it came out a while ago, right? It came out. I didn't know it came out, but it came out. Was it bad? Also kind of a bad movie. Yeah. It it had the thing that upset me is it had the potential. Oh, it had the potential to be so good. I hate when movies are like that. Can you? Could you? Do you mean the idea, or you could see it? Do you know what I mean? I could. I could see it like a few tweak. That movie definitely got hurt by the delays. All the delays and. Do you remember what problems, happened? But, no, I don't remember. But you have to like. There's no way a movie can be delayed that much and actually turn out well. You know, yeah, something something had to have happened. I don't really know the specifics, but uh, the idea is definitely interesting. Execution not so well. Like third act, it was just like, gosh, Arya's in it. Um, Who? Arya, Arya Stark. Oh, Maisie Williams. Yeah, I heard you say Ari. <laughs> I was oh, like, what? No. Um. I heard I saw the cast. Oh, Pretty now I'm cast. thinking about it. I did see like they had a lot of group interviews, but I didn't realize it was going to come out. Interesting. Because as I, I like the split and the witch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like her. Yeah. Um, but besides that, in my life, the reason I'm tired is the Xbox came out. Oh, my God. 
I'm so it's, fucking mad. <laughs> I've I've been playing that like nonstop. It's kind of insane. I love that you sent a picture of it to our family chat and dad said it looks like a shredder. It does. Why why are they that one and the PS5, the whatever new PlayStation, why are they so big? The the Xbox isn't that big. It but it's like it looks weird. It looks like a block. Like it looks like you put it under your what what is <laughs> Mom said it looked like a trash can. Well, it looks like I don't know what it's called. I'm gonna sound really stupid, but the thing you put under your computer—what the fuck is that? Just like a stand? No, the thing that like that you turn on and off <laughs> on your desktop. You know, like you have your that- desktop, and then you have like a big thing on the bottom. Oh my god! Wow, that's the computer. <laughs> what is it called, though? It's like just a the tower. Computer? Yeah, I guess. Okay, you have to cut all this out. Bro, I am legit lost. I'm not cutting any of this out because this is funny. I don't know. what I know it's the computer. I don't know what it's called. I, You know what I almost said? God, I, okay. I'm going to sound so fucking stupid. I almost called it a hard drive. It's not that, right? Bro. It's just like like a it looks like a PC. Like, is that what you mean? It just like looks like a computer. Yeah, it looks like part of a computer. Like I it looks like I would find it underneath somebody's desk. Well, I mean, <laughs> it's on top of my desk. And it's Oh my god. New Call of Duty. I, I legit feel like a kid. I played till like four last night. And I woke up at eight. Oh my god. And I was like, I got back into it. I just started playing again. It couldn't have came out at a worse time. Like this is the last week of lecture and then Thanksgiving and then finals. Well, there's something ready that it. you could do called um, or learn called self-control. Where no, I can't. <laughs> you don't play it for a while. No, it's actually been, oddly enough, it's been like a weird motivational thing. Because before this, I just wasn't motivated to do any work whatsoever. But now I'm like, I got to get my work done so I don't have to worry about it. So I can just play worry free, you know, I must say, though, like, I I guess I don't know if people know how we record, but now we're recording to where I can see you. And no offense, but you look like absolute shit. (laughs) (laughs) You have like dark under eyes. You have bags under your eyes. You keep yawning. You look dead. It's been like this for a while. <laughs> this semester has just been a, a semester. I don't know. Oh, before the Xbox? Yeah. It's, it's a just fucking been... year, honestly. I, I have permission to feel to look like this. All right. It's, it's been a year. Well, I'm not saying you don't. I just want to point it out. Oh, yeah. You're not, it's if... not. I'm not saying you're ugly. You just look like shit. Like, you just look... <laughs> As I on, you look like somebody took that Xbox and just hit you over the head with it. Like you just look so (laughs) tired. Having a time, it's fun. Uh, Kayla, it hasn't been just me though. Kayla and I have been playing. We got the new Assassin's Creed, and we've been playing that like a mission a night. But we probably won't do that tonight. But it's been pretty fun so far. It's it looks amazing. If you guys have a chance to get the new Xbox, it's pretty hard to find, but highly recommend. I legit feel like a kid. I I don't know. I figure I, I, my sleep schedule is already messed up. Like 
<laughs> I might, might as well keep it while I'm young. You know, I'm not going to be able to do this when I'm. Well, it'll be know. for different reasons. Like if you had kids or something, you wouldn't be on the Xbox. You'd be taking care of your kids. So at least it's that you know and well actually to kind of um i feel like i'm always the one who's like super tired because i'm older and you know i i don't have the like energy that i used to um but i'm actually getting back on my sleep schedule so we're at the opposite ends of the spectrum oh that's good i'm glad (laughs) one of us is is all right care of themselves yeah for the most part and then it'll just i mean you know we just said i mean like directly after each other um yeah i don't know oh i did get a water bottle because it just reminded me because you took a drink of water that um i haven't used in like the past two days but i don't know if you saw on our amazon history but it has like it has the measure of like how much water you're drinking but it also tells you it has like the times on it so it'll tell you like it won't tell you but it has it on there to that to drink this much by nine, this much, and then you have to drink oh, this cool. whole thing by noon, and then you fill it back up, and then it has a time like the afternoon on the other side. That's pretty cool. Is it big? Um, it's thirty-one milliliters. Wait, is it milliliters? Cool. ML. What is that? Yes, yeah, oh, milliliters. Big L. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I got. I'm exposing how dumb. <laughs> <laughs> entire episode but yeah it's that it's not a ton again and when i did it the first time i've done it like three times because i have to like wash it and then i forget i should get another one but um yeah like i feel like at least for me because i'm really forgetful it's hard for me to get a good amount of water because i just forget to drink water i forget to fill it so it's nice to have those time reminders um it didn't feel like a ton of water when it got to the end of the day, I think it was like five, four or five is when it's done. Maybe six. I don't know. But yeah, I really like that. And then HelloFresh has kind of been like not as good lately. And not because it's bad, but I don't know why I started talking about HelloFresh, but I think just it, my mind really <laughs> went to that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just a bad cook is what I'm learning. Mm. I'm just good dinner you right and now. Caleb. Yeah, y'all have been cooking a good amount. Honestly, I this <laughs> is just me shitting on you the fir- for the first 30 minutes, but whenever you were like sending us pictures of stuff y'all are making, I was like, oh, that's gonna fall off real quick. But it hasn't. I'm proud. Good no, yeah, I mean we we do it. It's mainly because it's cheaper. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, not that you're cooking, but that you're making like actual decent meals. Like, at least for me, I think it's just because I live by myself. But when I first started to try to, like, cook meals and get my own groceries, I, I did well the first few weeks. And then after that, I just got, like, frozen food and, like, I just ate, like, sand- like peanut butter sandwiches and stuff like that. I, the thing that we are not good at is lunches. Lunches are pretty hard for us for, oh, like, food. making meals like that. You like, breakfasts. No, I don't hate leftovers whatsoever. What it is, is breakfast. Like I I like a good breakfast, like a, any combo of eggs, bacon or sausage and hash browns or toast. Any, any sort of those like mixture. Mm -hmm. Like this morning we had a breakfast bowl 
was like little round hash browns, sausage, uh, cheese, and egg. And that was our mm. breakfast. But for lunch, I didn't have anything whatsoever because <laughs> because I don't, I don't know. Lunch is such a weird time. Well, my, for me, I usually home. have leftovers or I do like I make my own Lunchables kind of thing where I'll get crackers mm. and like lunch meat and stuff. And I, don't know, I just fucking hate leftovers so much. Oh, no, no. I love out, leftovers. I don't know why. I just like make I honestly I, I was thinking about eating leftovers for lunch and then I got physically sick. <laughs> <laughs> just thinking about it. But yeah. I'm not weak. I love leftovers for lunch. That's mainly what we do. I, I honestly end up just eating snacks and just snacking. I mean, then dinner we we both make. Yeah, but mm, that's what I do too. Yeah. All right. Anything else? That's it. Uh, I can't. I, I don't know if any movie news. Um, I don't have any movie news, but I have like. I have kind of a, a news news thing or just a hard truth that I want people to think about. This is kind of useless. I should have said this last week because by the time this comes out, I think it'll be. Oh, wait, no. When is this? Is it for this Thanksgiving? Week? Yeah. No, Thanksgiving isn't until. No, but this, this episode's coming before. This week. Um, well, I just want people to think about there's this one thing that was going around. I I obviously like we don't reach enough people to be able to like make a huge impact. And I don't really know if people will listen to my advice, but just at least listen to what happened in Maine. So there was, I'm, I forgot to pull it up. So I'm, I, I'm trying to get this numbers from memory and you know how I am with memory and with numbers, but just stay with me. So there was a wedding that happened in Maine. I think it happened a couple of weeks ago. Small wedding of only like 60, I think it was like 65, 67 people um, around that range, like 60 people attended the wedding and they didn't socially distance. They didn't wear masks like they didn't adhere to. Well, first of all, they they had a wedding, which like, what? don't do that. Second of all, they didn't adhere to any of the CDC guidelines that they they tell us to keep us safe. Out of the people that went to that wedding, I think it was 170 cases came out of that. Because wow. one person that went to that wedding had COVID. That's why. And they spread it to those people. And up until the last time I checked, eight people have, like, 170 people got it. Eight people had died. But the kicker is that none of the people that died attended the wedding. So whenever you're going to Thanksgiving, whenever you're going, if you're thinking about going to some somewhere for Christmas, think about that, that you could be we have a young base, at least for I don't see the numbers for um, what we do, like on the actual podcast, but I see our social media numbers and we have a young base. Sure, you might be fine. That's not always true, but you might be fine, but you have to think about, please, for the love of God, think about the people around you and the people around the people around you. And then we can go to break. (laughs) A mysterious outsider's quiet life is turned upside down when he returns to his childhood home to carry out an act of vengeance. Proving himself an amateur assassin, he winds up in a brutal fight to protect his estranged family in Blue Ruin. Directed by, directed and written by Jeremy Saulnier, 
starring Macon Blair. I remembered Devin Rattray and <laughs> so you say it, and Amy Hargreaves. Its estimated budget was about four hundred twenty thousand. Opening weekend, it made about thirty three thousand U.S. It grossed about two hundred fifty eight thousand, and worldwide, it grossed about nine hundred ninety three thousand dollars U.S. <laughs> and the critics gave it 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb, 96 on, re- oh my goodness, 96% of Rotten Tomatoes, and a 78% on Metacritic. So, all right. Kind Not of all bad. over the place. I mean, that's kind of, I feel like that's... Um, that speaks to this movie. Well, it also is, it's pretty typical for like indies. Yeah. Which is weird. I wonder if that is something that people should look into. It feels like with big like franchise films, there it's it's more definitive. But it's indies like are like all over the place. Yeah, I wonder if it has to do with how many people give reviews. Maybe. I can't imagine that Blue Ruin has the same amount of reviews that like an Avengers would. <laughs> yeah. All right. So. Sorry, I like blinked. Um, do you want to talk? <laughs> do you want to talk about like overview, or do you want to just get directly into it? I just get into it. I mean, you gave the overview. Let's go. Did you? Well, I have a question first. Did you know anything about this movie before? I know that you said you almost picked it last month. Yeah, I, I the I just read the synopsis, the one that you gave right now. Cool. All but right. other than that, nothing. Me neither. It was. It's a movie. I wonder if people, I, I think if people are just fans of um, indie films in general, you probably have seen this on a list somewhere. That's where I always saw this, like, best movies to stream or, like, underrated movies. This is always on the list. So mm-hmm. I was super excited to watch it. All right. So the first note is a fun fact that there are no opening credits. And I don't know if I noticed that until I read that on IMDb. I didn't either, and I like it. Yeah, just get straight to it. There, there does, there's no need. I mean, like, yeah, there's no need. <laughs> I think my favorite, <laughs> my favorite ways to start a movie now, I think, is no opening credits or to do it how um, it's done in good time to not do credits until like five minutes into the movie. Yeah. Or you that forget that, like that the movie started. Yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, like, they didn't do this before. <laughs> All right. So we set the scene in a normal looking house. We're just like panning over just like family home. Um, and then we go into the bathroom. And my first thought is that I love that tub. It's an amazing tub. I don't even tub. remember it. Oh, it, it's just like one of those like clawfoot tubs. It's pretty, I think it's usually in old homes. Like, I don't see it in modern layouts anymore. Um, and it's honestly, that's like my dream bathroom situation is a tub like that. And apparently it's this guy's dream bathroom because it's not his house. Um, he broke into it and he's just taken, taken a little bath. And I think there's like little, I don't know if I'm just like looking at stuff and being like, that's amazing. But I love... I don't know if you noticed whenever whenever we don't know that it's like not his house. He I think the water's on and he's just sitting in there and he turns it off real quick 
stops and then turns it back on. And I was like, what is happening? I, I didn't uh, understand why he did that. And then after I, I tied it where I was like, oh, he heard them coming and he was trying to see if it was them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then after that, he runs out naked. He gets changed. I think he just steals somebody's clothes. I don't know if it's his, but he just takes clothes. He goes back to his home, which is a car. And a fun fact about this car is that the title of this movie, Blue Ruin, is actually a reference to the Blue and Ruined Pontiac which was Dwight's car home. Uh, that's that's really cool because I, I was trying to think of, after watching it, I had no idea what Blue Ruin was. And Me neither. Is, I just love, I, and I love that title too. I, it is cool. I love titles like that where it's, you don't know what it is, like why. I, I would have never, if I didn't look that up, I would have never known why it was called that because they don't right. reference it at all. Mm-hmm. I think that's a good indicator of what this movie's like. Like, it doesn't really explain much in the way of, like, dialogue or exposition. They just show it to you or they do it with, like, the character's actions, which I love. All right. The next one fact is about the little boardwalk, which I, that shot, the, like, establishing shot of the boardwalk was so cool. Like, it looked like, looked like a dollhouse the way that they framed it, and I loved it. Um, so that establishing shot is actually of an Oceanside boardwalk and it was filmed in Rehoboth, Rehoboth Beach, Delaware, and it depicts Dolly's iconic, instantly recognizable lighted sign. Dolly's is known locally for their saltwater taffy and long history on the boardwalk. Dwight is initially living in his car inside Cape, well, these names are interesting, Cape Henlopen State Park outside of Luz, Delaware, a few miles from the beach. So just to set the scene, he's in Delaware. Um, <clears throat> and not too much in this movie. Like, I, do, I don't know. I should have taken a timestamp, but there's like almost no dialogue. Like nobody is saying anything, really. He's just think, living his life. Yeah, we're just like <laughs> we're going along the journey of him just eating out of the trash, you know, just doing as you do outside of Um, carnival yeah and i I was kind of i was excited because whenever he was digging through the trash he like found tickets and i thought that we were gonna like see him like playing games (laughs) oh that would have been funny i wonder if they shot something because they made it like pretty clear like they showed the tickets to us but then he didn't do anything with it no he used it as a bookmark later oh I didn't catch that good catch. Um, but yeah, I honestly, I already love this movie so much. I love specifically how, and I've, I've talked about this, like, I guess, theme before, but they do so much with so little. So they show us with, through all of this, there's no, like we said, there's no dialogue. We don't really know exactly what's going on, but we can tell, like I said, that he's living in a car. Um, And he's been doing it for a while, especially showing how he lives and like his routine. Everything just feels so um, he's just been doing this for years. And also his appearance, like he has a long beard. He has really long hair. Um, And I I don't think they say how long exactly it's been. It's definitely been a couple of years. We find out later. 
not not a definitive time, but I do I do like the way that they show that he's so uh, smart with everything. And then they show after this, they show the start of like the conflict of this movie, not by you know just having like an annoying like scene where he sees something on the news like that's how I feel like a lot of movies would do and it's like really dramatic mm-hmm. but they have he's just sleeping in his car and then a policewoman wakes him up takes him to the police station and gives him bad news but they withhold what it is because I think they start to like they do that thing where he's like hearing it but it's kind of muffled because he's like stop paying attention after a few things that she said Um, And I also just love this detail of like, that's another element of knowing that he has been there for a while because she knows him and she know exactly where to go. It wasn't like she was searching. And then she was also just so nice to him. She was like, I wanted you to be here with somebody while you hear this news. Um, Yeah. I don't know. It was just really nice. (laughs) Yeah. She's, she's real comforting. She's like, you're not in trouble. Don't worry. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, I, it felt like she was talking to a little kid, like the way that she was like really comforting yeah. him. And he was also just like really quiet. It kind of reminded me of um <laughs> of the beginning of Moonlight when he's like mm-hmm. taking him to eat and he's not saying anything to him and he's like really quiet. It's kind of, kind of reminiscent of that. It's a weird comparison, but I see it. Just in the way that like there's somebody talking and like, you know, he's like really quiet. Um, and then they finally tell us what's happening, but they don't do it through, like I said, like shoddy dialogue or just like an annoying scene. They do it through a headline of a newspaper and it just, all it says is that somebody is being, I think they, at the police station, she mentioned somebody being freed. I don't know if she, I think she just says he was freed or something. Um, but the headline says that a double murderer had been, or somebody accused of double murder had been freed. And so I at this point, I don't know if you remember like what you thought happened. I thought it was his like his wife and his kid kind of thing. Uh, I I didn't think of who it was. I just knew it was someone close or people close to him. And it was probably the reason that he was in the situation he was in. <clears throat> right. But yeah. All right. So this, whenever he's in the car, he's like, I think he, he's, they don't say that he doesn't say where he's going, but he's just like, keeps driving his car. He sends a postcard. Um, and one of my favorite parts of this movie is when he's going, he went to a bar and he's like going through people's cars and he doesn't, we don't know what he's getting, but then he stops, he stops at a truck and he like breaks into it because He's looking for a gun. I think I kind of knew that he was looking for a gun, um, but I thought it it, it was very funny to me that he was like looking at SUVs and then he was like, oh, a truck, a truck would have a gun. (laughs) No. Yeah. I mean, even before that, there's a sequence where he's, he goes to a gun shop and he has like seven bucks on him. Like he, and he's like, let me just get some stamps if you have them. (laughs) And that's when he gets a postcard. I totally forgot. Yeah. So we do know that he's trying to get a gun. And I just Mm -hmm. thought it was very funny where I I was like, yeah, that's obviously where you would go. You would go to a truck. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I think the Venn diagram of truck owners and gun owners is almost in a complete circle. All right. So, so he finds the gun, but then of course it has a lock on it. And he, whenever he's trying to get the lock off, which why, 
would you try to he just tries to like hit it with a crowbar and then obviously the gun breaks like why would you do that just pick the lock i'd never seen those locks before but yeah that's another thing i should have asked dad like what is that it's just uh keeps the trigger from being oh i guess i wonder if it's like a that's interesting i don't think i've ever seen one i've heard of those guns that like they don't they only work for certain people like it ha- it's kind of like a like a home button on an iphone like it's a fingerprint thing i've heard of yeah. those i've never seen one like this i think there's another one where there it's like a it looks like a u-lock almost like one of those like a bike lock but not a u-lock but it's like one, uh, like one that can move and it just goes through like on a pistol it goes through oh the barrel, the barrel and out oh. of the chamber yeah i've seen those too but yeah, so, so he just throws away the gun because <laughs> he's like, fuck. <laughs> um, and then he ends up going to the prison that where I'm assuming the guy that's being freed is coming out of. And I, okay, so I love this movie, but a spoiler alert, I fucking love this movie. The one thing that annoyed me in this movie is a, a thing that annoys me in a lot of movies is when, do you know what I'm about to say? He's following yeah. too fucking close. He's parked, like, waiting for the prison, like, the guy to come out. And he's, like, one car away from them. <laughs> yeah, so and fucking he, close. he pees into a cup and he pours it out. He pours it out as soon as the other people get there. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah. Oh, man. But, I mean, it doesn't matter. It's just a really big pet peeve of mine. Um. And then he sees the guy leave the prison and we can tell that's the guy because of his emotional reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, and then he follows them, but he follows them so fucking close. The one thing I did love is when they turned into where they were going, he kept driving. I thought he was going to turn in and I was like, you fucking idiot. But then he just, he kept driving. He turned around, but like, I liked that. That at least right. saved it for me. Um, and then he goes into the bar. They they went to like, I don't know if I said they went to a bar, but they went to a bar. He goes in through the back um, and he waits in the restroom. And then when the guy comes in, it's like so it feels so like lucky at first. You know, the guy goes in with another guy, but then he the the, the guy that's not I think his name ends up being Wade. So I'll call him Wade. Like Wade goes in with another guy. The other guy leaves and Wade is by himself. He like gets a chance to have him by himself. And so he runs out of the restroom or of the stall. He stabs him. <laughs> he, um, I, I think I, when I first started watching this, I forgot it was the same guy that did green room. But as soon as he stabbed his head, I was like, oh yeah, this is the guy that did green room. <laughs> Cause it's like the same way. Yeah. That they killed that girl. Oh, um, I, I knew immediately, especially when a couple scenes later, but. Yeah, but it that just reminded me. Um and especially too like after he shaved because it's the say he the guy the main guy is in I think there's a couple of people that are in green room too. Um and the main guy is in green room but he is like shaven so he looks totally different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he just kills the guy and then he sneaks out the back and I was like, wow, I like I know he just killed somebody, but I I mean, I was kind of happy. It seemed like this guy ruined this guy's life. So I was like, oh, like, this is great. Um, And it seemed like he was just going to, you know, get out, scot-free, just leave. And it would have been the perfect crime, honestly, because, like, nobody saw him come in. 
Nobody right. saw him go. I doubt a bar like that has like surveillance cameras, so it would have been perfect. But as soon as he got into the car, and he and then he went to the limo that they were in, he uh, stabbed the tire. He got in his car and he dropped his fucking keys. Ugh. I mean, I knew it wasn't going to end there because yeah, still got like an hour left in the movie. Not even like. This was all within the first 20, 30 minutes. It was crazy. This movie's pretty concise. But yeah. Yeah, I knew too. But part of me, part of me still hoped mm-hmm. and prayed <clears throat> that he would get out. But he obviously didn't. So instead of going, he didn't want to. I mean, I, I don't know what I would have done at this moment. I think I would have done what he did. Just like go into the limo and start driving it, even though he just like slashed the tires. Yeah. Um. But then as he's driving, somebody is banging on the window of the limo and somebody's in there. <laughs> and so it's, he stops. Sorry, what'd you think? It's it's crazy. Like I would not expect someone to be in there. I would freak out if I was him. Oh yeah, I would have probably crashed the car. I would have been so scared. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, so we um so he stops and he lets the guy out and this the kid that's in the back is also in green room i don't know if you noticed that as who he at the beginning he's the guy that um with the mohawk he's the promoter Mm -hmm. i think those are the only two like people are that are the same i think um but yeah, and then we learn through an exchange with this guy that Wade, the guy he just killed, um, killed his parents, and that's why he was pissed. So we learned that it was his parents. But then the kid said, as he, the kid got out, and he was like, I think he said something about Wade. Um, and then he tells Dwight, I don't think he did, and then he just walks away. <laughs> He runs. He he runs. But he it's so it seems so casual though. He's just like, I don't think he did, and then he just leaves. <laughs> and so <clears throat> then after this, Dwight is like, oh, and I forgot to say, whenever he stabbed the wheel, he also like cut his hand somehow, and it's like a really bad cut too. Oh, it's terrible. And he got blood all over him from killing Wade, and he's just injured. He has like bloody clothes, but he <laughs> he does what he does best, and he breaks into somebody's house, just takes a little shower, tries. He goes to the news, trying to like you know hear what's happening, like maybe somebody reported on it, but he doesn't see anything. Um, but yeah, after oh, and then he shaves. He gives himself a nice little makeover. And then mm-hmm. he makes his way to his sister's. He hitches a ride with a trucker. And then when he gets there, I think I, I'm going to say this. I say this like all the time where I'm like, this is my favorite scene. But this is one of my favorite scenes when he fi- when he meets his sister and they go to the diner. That scene is perfect. So they're just sitting there talking about, you know, their family, talking about their parents and they they're like really emotional and whenever she tells um whenever she, whenever he tells her that he killed Wade she was like well I, he fucking deserved it <laughs> or she said i hope he yeah. suffered or something right? i was not expecting that reaction i i mean me neither but i liked it okay that sounds I, weird I, I like- but like I like I, this scene so much too. I think, oh, sorry, go. 
there there's so much emotion like he's just like waiting to get it out mm -hmm. when she's uh, talking and he just like has to say it and then it's like he almost is kind of relieved but then as we'll find out he's just like kind of freaking out a little bit he's like he starts to freak out again yeah but i do love like I love that, like I said, the reaction that she had because I thought she would have been like, "What? Why would you do that?" But she was like, "She was like, good. I'm glad you did it." And then I also love the line that he said <clears throat> when he was they were trying to talk, and it was kind of it was really awkward. And he said, "I." He's like, "Sorry, I'm not used to talking this much." Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I loved that. Um, I also liked that there was a sibling dynamic. I feel I don't know if I would react that way, but I mean. I don't know. I, it's hard to, I, I do appreciate the people that are like, you know, I, I'm one of the people that if I watch true crime stuff, I, I respect obviously the people that are like, I forgive them. You know, the people that did terrible things to the people they love, but Definitely. I feel like I would be like the sister. Fuck him. You know, like that probably, might be, I, she, I maybe she do does same. forgive him, but like, she deserves to also be fucking angry. So I love that they showed that. Um, but yeah, so when they're talking about his family, about Wade's family, Dwight, started, like you said, he suddenly starts to like freak out and he realizes that it's not on the news, that nobody's heard of it because they didn't call the cops. And he asks where her where her kids are. And he realizes like, and I don't think they like, they don't make the connection for us, which I fucking love where they're like, oh, he, they, they're going to fucking like handle it themselves. They kind of um, do. Dwight says the registration of the car is. Oh, and, and the. At the, at our place. Yeah. God, I love this movie. So they go and she's like freaking out. They're both freaking out, but her kids are fine. And she gets really mad at him. She's like, fuck you, dude. Why would you make me so scared? Um, she's, when she leaves, because she decides to leave with her kids mm -hmm. while Dwight stays. Um, and she says like one last thing to him before she leaves. It's so, I left so hard. She's like, I can't believe, or it's like something along the lines of, I can't believe you've done this. You're so weak. And then just like drives off. <laughs> it's like, what? Also, Anthony, if you kill somebody, don't come to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess it, it was inevitable because like, like you said, like the registration was at, was it was registered at her address, but like, don't fucking come to my house. If you like murder got, somebody. Uh, I know it was probably so no one would have a chance to recognize him. But I just like the idea that him, he just wanted to get dressed to me to, uh, to see his sister because he hadn't seen her in a really long time. Oh, yeah. I didn't even say that. But he so that the house that he was at, not only did he shave, but he got like a really nice outfit. Like it, it looks like he's like. Uh, I don't know, like he just looks like a business kind of guy, like an IT guy, kind of. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and that night. They actually do show up. I thought it was going to be like one of those where he, they they don't show up or he goes and finds them or something, but they actually do show up. So he did have a reason to be scared. Um, and I wonder, <laughs> part of me was like, I would have been, if I was him, I would have been obviously scared, but relieved that I like made my sister leave 
because I was like, oh, I was right. Okay, I wasn't crazy kind of thing. Um, And Dwight, so whenever he had the beard and like long hair, I don't know, he had a, a different sort of vibe. And now that he looks like the guy that works at like Best Buy, he it just is funny, like how he's kind of a badass, like the way that he went upstairs and turned on. I thought he turned on the shower, but I think it was just the sink. You turn on the faucet so that it seemed like, you know, somebody was at home. You turn the light on in the bathroom and he just like was crawling around downstairs while they were all just coming into the house. So it's a classic Call of Duty strategy. You want to oh go and uh, you want to distract him so you can flank him. I'm just playing. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is real cool with the. I, I, I don't know if they go into some of his background, but it, uh, he's definitely smart with it. It's the streets. <laughs> But I think he's smart with it, but he's also, he does seem clumsy. Like mm-hmm. with the flashlight. <laughs> oh my gosh. Was I was like, why doesn't floor? he click it? But then it would have made so much noise. Yeah, yeah. And so he like covered it with his hand. He just, he, he seems like a badass and he does get away. Like he gets away and he like, you know, I don't, he just, everything he does is, is kind of clumsy, which I love. Like he seems realistic that a lot of it is probably due to luck. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then, and then so he like is messing with them. He like I don't. There's just like a fight or like a chase, um, and then he he steals their car. Which first of all, why? I mean, I'm not gonna like. I guess I shouldn't judge the way that criminals do their criminal business. But like, why would you keep the car there? Why wouldn't you have a getaway driver? Why do you need three people in that house? It just made no sense to me. <clears throat> so he steals their car. Not only does he steal their car, which is fucking amazing, but he also runs one of them over with their car. Yeah. Oh, God, stuff, I love yeah. him. He does get shot in the leg, though, with an arrow. With an, yeah, with the an arrow. The worst thing, I feel like the worst thing to get shot with, because then you have to, at least with a bullet, I mean, either way, we just say later that it hurts less to get shot with a bullet. I don't know. It just feels more taxing to like try to remove a fucking arrow from your leg. Especially because it's like the way it's built. It's like yeah, the spike at the end. Oh yeah, you can't just pull it out, right? It's yeah, like it'll to. do more damage. Ugh. But you know what? It doesn't stop him from driving it away in that car. <laughs> he no. has a full ass arrow in his leg. Um, and then we have a nice shot of him just cutting the arrow. That was a fun thing to look at. Um, and then a nice little trip to the store where he's just limping around trying to get stuff. <laughs> um, and then obviously that doesn't work. He can't, he like digs into his leg. That was also one that I couldn't watch really. The, I, I feel like that would have been my exact reaction. Cause he, he made like a, Oh yeah. He's that actor is great. Like that is, I don't think I've seen that kind of reaction either. It's always like, like they're they're showing pain, but they're still kind of like trying to not look like an idiot. But he was like full on. This fucking hurts. They're all yeah. They're pretty like composed, even though they're going through. You know, there's a fucking arrow in your leg. <laughs> um, but yeah, that doesn't work. So he just goes to the hospital, which is a good call. Um, and then he wakes up. The arrow's out, and he's like, "Great, I'm gonna go." Um, <clears throat> and. Oh, and he goes back to the house to, like, clean everything up. And I didn't even mention, um, he put the guy, the guy that he hit with his car, he put in the trunk. And this entire time, <laughs> that guy has been in the trunk. 
<laughs> and they have really amazing shots of him like I, there's one where he's like driving down the highway or something and you can hear the guy pounding back. when he's getting gas yeah and he's like i have to get a gun first I'm not just gonna open the fucking trunk <laughs> then he says i can get you a gun <laughs> um all right and so all the while oh yeah sorry so he goes to some address or he goes get some address from a lady um and he just says he needs to find ben and i'm assuming this is his parents and <laughs> i i like too there, there's just like such little funny moments and i feel like there was like there was some of these in green room too like when she's like well i wish you could stay so you could you know have a cup of tea and he's like oh i'd love tea but and and I just kept thinking that the guy's still in his truck. Yeah. And he's just like, yeah, I have time for tea. <laughs> um, yeah. And so he finds he finally finds Ben. Um, and he asks him for a favor, to give him a gun. And a fun fact about this Ben guy, um, he's based on a real high school friend of the director. The director contacted the real Ben while he was writing the script to get an accurate representation of Ben's moral views and his gun collection. That's so cool. there's a real Ben out there. Um, so he gets the gun and then he Ben lets him. I think he's I forgot how many acres he says, but he has like tons of land. And so he's like, you can just stay on the land and I guess do whatever the fuck you're going to do. He doesn't ask any questions, really. Um and so Dwight takes the car to like the edge of the land. He opens the trunk finally and he's like pointing a gun at the guy and he asks the guy who they were coming for. He he just really wants to know if it was if they were just coming for Dwight or if they were coming for his sister too. Um mm-hmm. and so the guy said that they were coming for him and the guy also tells him they like reveal a lot through this conversation. So he tells him that Wade, the guy that Dwight killed in the beginning was actually not the person that killed his parents, that it was, I think he called him big Wade. So the dad of their family is the one that killed his parents. Um, and that it was, he was only supposed to kill his dad. So I don't know. Do you want to talk about the, like what happened, like why they killed his parents? Do you remember why? Yeah, yeah. They killed because his the dad had an affair with Big Wade's wife. Mm-hmm. And so Big Wade killed both of them, Wade's or uh, Dwight's mom on accident. Um oh, but yeah. they didn't want him to go to jail because he had cancer. So they wanted him to die in prison. So Wade Jr. took the blame. took the fall for it. So Dwight kind of killed just the innocent man hmm. I don't, who knows if he's innocent i mean from the, from our perspective he didn't kill his parents so he was innocent he, of what he was accused of yeah at the very least the thing that sucked i mean it sucks that like it sucks that he basically the 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 guy basically said that his mom wasn't supposed to be killed like it was just supposed to be the dad but because the mom was with him that he was also killed mm-hmm. <laughs> i think he said yeah that that he's like oh that was an oversight i'll give you that an <laughs> oversight jesus Oof. christ um and then there's a funny scene <laughs> of the guy takes his little flip phone and he calls his family 
And he, so he calls the family and he, first they don't answer. And then he calls again and he talks to his sister and his sister's apparently wants to talk to Dwight. And so he's like, well, just come get the phone, which why would he not tell him to put on speakerphone? Can you not do speakerphone on flip phones? You can. Dwight is just, he he let the, it was an oversight on his part. Yeah, that's an oversight. So when he goes to get the phone, obviously the guy like attacks him and he gets the gun from him. Um, <laughs> I like the way he does it. Cause he yells like, uh, What's it called? Was he? He yells, uh, they were hunting. Like, of course they're not home. No one's home. <laughs> they were hunting. <laughs> this guy's really funny. Um, so the guy is about, I forgot his name. I think it was like, I want to say Tommy. No, Teddy. 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 So the bad guy, I just call him the bad guy in my notes, but his name is Teddy. So Teddy has the gun pointed at Dwight. He's about to shoot him, and then Ben saves the day. I, I kind of saw that coming, but it still shocked me that he shot him straight up in the face. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and so after that, Ben, like, he, he, like, has got this down, man. He's like, get that, put him in the trunk, do this, do this, don't do that. I, where are your keys like all oh, that stuff like making sure yeah like he's covered. like where are the keys let me see them and then that's when he closes the trunk like he's like he has like the he has foresight of everything like he knows what you should be doing in this moment and it's yeah comforting uh, <laughs> one thing about ben when he was getting the gun dwight was getting the gun from ben earlier i forgot to mention i like because dwight asked him hey have you ever killed a man or killed anyone, and he says two people on purpose, and it's just like, yeah. And then well, they I think just move they, on. Didn't they allude to him being like in the military or something? No, yeah, yeah definitely. He was in, <laughs> at the very least, Japan. Um, yeah. What was I? What else was I gonna say? Oh yeah, so Dwight. Uh, I also like, uh, when when Ben's like saving the day, and he's like telling him what to do we cut to dwight just trying to leave and go end it all essentially uh, and because because he knows now that no one's home no one's there which why would you tell him that no one is there mm. i guess he thought teddy thought dwight was gonna die yeah but i like how they show uh because Ben talks about this Polaroid of them and then uh, Dwight asks him to, to burn it. And then they show Ben burning it, but then also, or microwaving it, which is weird. But then they also show his car battery is gone. And I, I was like kind of confused on why it was gone. But I looked it up. It was because Dwight didn't want Ben to come follow him or get involved any further. So he took mm. his car battery so he couldn't leave yeah oh interesting i don't remember that yeah i do remember i should have mentioned this but whenever dwight first found ben one of the things that ben said because he hadn't seen him in a long time but one of the things he said was like i spent i think ben told dwight i spent like three months putting up uh missing posters for you something like that along those lines oh wow 
So I don't remember that. I I think, yeah, I I remember that specifically because I was like, oh, like I I I think we could tell that like he's estranged from his family, but I didn't realize that he probably like he just fucking left. Like nobody knew where he went. He didn't tell anybody anything. He just left. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, okay. Wait, wait, one more thing. I yeah. forgot. Kind of important. Ben tells Dwight, he's like, You're you're in it, bro. You're in some shit, but don't let it get personal. I know it is, but if if you point a gun at someone, just shoot them. Don't give a long speech. Oh, I have the actual quote. Um so he tells him, no speeches, no talking. You point the gun, you shoot the gun. And it actually echoes the words of a character in The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, where he says, when you have to shoot, shoot, don't talk. Yeah. So reminiscent of that. I love that, though, because that's, yeah, that's what people, I feel like people think that all the time in movies like that, where they're like, just shut the fuck up and shoot them. Yeah. <laughs> like. Why are you doing all these speeches? And it comes back at the end, but we'll get to that. All right. So like you said, Dwight um, is on his way to Wade's family's house. I think it's like Cleveland. I thought they kept saying Cleveland, but it's Cleveland, which is a very funny name. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Oh, and I love I love this moment where he's like going through the house. There's like a lot of good. little details like when he's going through the house and looking through stuff i think he's like building a barricade that wasn't there right he like did that um while he's doing that the background sound is is the voicemail that teddy Mm. left because when he called he like actually called but he was talking to the voicemail so i love that detail i also love the detail of the welcome home banner for for (laughs) bait for wade yeah, Love it's like that. made out of toilet paper or something. <laughs> Just like printer paper. Um, and then wherever these people are, like you said, they're hunting, but like they're taking their sweet ass time because like he he's had time to pee on their father's grave <laughs> and make a full on barricade, like I said. And um, find all the guns in the house and throw them in the water. Bury Teddy. <laughs> bury Teddy, man. He had a full, and he took like a mini nap. <laughs> Oh, yeah, it was like a full night. He was looking at their photo albums and he slept in like the worst position ever. His neck probably hurt like really bad. That's how I sleep. Oh, yeah, me too. When I can't breathe. Um, Yeah. All right. And so sorry, I'm like reading through my notes, but they finally arrive. It's like at night and they finally get there um, and he's ready. But OK, so this is this is my favorite shot of the entire movie. I I actually watched it. I think I put like three full times. So I'm going to describe it, but it's like what Anthony was talking about for Nacho Libre. You just have to go watch it. I don't have the timestamp. I wish I did, but it's just it's at the end of the movie. When they get there, there's a shot where they're listening to the voicemail. Oh, because I didn't say that either. He also had time to leave a voicemail for them. <laughs> so he left them a voicemail They're like Dwight did, and they're listening to it. And while they're listening to it, he is like getting ready to shoot them. He's behind a wall and he's turning as they're listening to it. And then while he's like pointed, he's turned all the way around. He's pointing it out them. But then he like there's a moment of regret because he starts to pull back. Like while they're just silently listening to the voicemail, he pulls back 
and just like backing down from whatever he's about to do. But as they're listening, and once he says, I just want you to leave my sister out of it, the guy that's there yells, that's why we're going to Pittsburgh, motherfucker. And I don't know if they said at the beginning where that's where she was going. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. But you could tell that's like that's what they meant. So he said, that's why we're going to Pittsburgh. And as soon as he says that, you can see the like recognition on Dwight's face. And he instantly turns and shoots and he hits him directly. Because one of the things from the beginning or from whenever, whenever he's having that like confrontation with Teddy... He tries to shoot him, but he misses and he's so close. And the guy says, it's like, it's a, I'm a fucking fish in a barrel. How can you not shoot me? Mm -hmm. Um, So it's, I love that, that he turns instantly and he's able to shoot him just because he's so fucking angry that he would have said that. And yeah, that scene gives me chills every single time. And I watched it three full times. It's so (laughs) fucking good. Um, Yeah. And then, so while he's, he kills that guy. The two women are just standing there like really pissed and he's giving some speech to them. Like we see like Ben told him not to fucking do while he's doing that. We see at the corner of like the screen that the kid from earlier is walking in. He's walking in really slowly and he sneaks around with a gun pointed at Dwight and then he shoots Dwight. Um, but Dwight's got to finish his job. Like getting shot is not going to stop this guy. And like he said to the, he shoots him and then he looks at the kid and he's like, well, that, that hurts less than the arrow. Yeah. <laughs> shot. Like, Damn bro. It's a um, shotgun. And then he says something that made me gasp <laughs> where he says that the kid, like the younger kid was his father's son. Cause like we said before, the parents had an affair. Um, Dwight's dad and then there the Cleland's mother had an affair and this was their kid I don't know I don't know how we figured that out but I guess he always knew I don't know um, blew my mind I was like I know I was like, what the fuck um, yeah and then he the kid leaves I think he tells him just to go and then he looks at the, the women and they're like yeah just fucking go um and then while he leaves the rest of them kill each other and while he's walking he because i think dwight tells him where the car is and -hmm. he's like just go and then while the kid's walking away he just drops his gun um and then he leaves and then we end oh sorry go i just wanted to say yeah i liked where they kept their secret gun under the recliner chair Dwight didn't Genius. know that they were going to have a secret gun, so they popped in and then got the little automated uh, little submachine gun, and then the rest was history. I do like to... So we see a shot of the of the kid leaving, and then we go back to Dwight, and he's saying the key's in the ignition, or no, the, something like that, right? The, the key's, keys in, in the car. car. Yeah. As he's bleeding out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then we end the movie uh, on a shot of back at his sister's house, and she finally gets the postcard that he left for her. And we didn't. I don't think we ever saw what he wrote in the postcard either. So uh, some of it, I think, when he's writing, you can see the top bit. of it, but I don't think you can see the full thing. But I yeah. like that that uh, that ending. A good ending and a good song. I kept it playing while I was finishing up my notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I need to find a clip of that scene and put it in the Discord because it's 
genius. It's chef's kiss. It's fucking genius. I love it. Oh, very good. All right. So a couple of fun facts and then we'll get to your pick. So for any of the film geeks out there, this was shot with the Canon EOS C300 camera and Canon L series lenses. If that means anything Canon. to you. Um, the director revealed in the audience Q&A, oh, this also gave me chills, that the reason the Pontiac has bullet holes, they have a sh- they have a um, a shot in the movie that shows the bullet holes. Um, the reason it has those bullet holes in the beginning of the story is because it is the same car that Dwight's parents were murdered in. That's messed Whoa. up, too. And he fucking was- lives in it. That's... That's some intense stuff. That made this this movie is so sad. <laughs> it is really sad, but like it just shows you because at first I was like, how did he it's like he planned this, right? It's like he planned exactly what he was gonna do. But like when you're living in the car that your parents were murdered in, you must I mean you have to you think about it you fuck it, you literally live in it every single day. Yeah, Jesus. Past cannot escape you. And then Blue Ruin means the car, like we said before, but it also means tragedy. So yeah, this movie is tragic. But I I wasn't I wasn't sad though. Like after I finished, I just really loved it. I thought it was beautiful. It made me think of like, I wonder how much stuff like this happens every day and we don't even know it. Oh yeah. Cause they never went to the cops. <laughs> yeah, there's like no cops, like other than the two families, I can't think of like and and Ben and like it's just just like a side story to something bigger. I don't know. It just like, and that's that's what I love about this movie though is that mm-hmm. I love movies where you're plopped into the middle of something. I hate when it feels like the world was created as soon as the movie started. And this yeah. movie is exactly that. Like you're plopped directly into whatever's happening. We don't learn about the family, which it seems like they're like. to have that many guns like what do they do (laughs) like it seems like they work for the people in green room or something like that they're so involved like that and yeah i just i fucking love it it's so good the acting is amazing and this movie this is kind of movie that relies a lot on acting i also didn't i like i said i didn't know anything about this movie so it's a coincidence that it's kind of like in a fucked up way it's it's kind of a family movie so i guess it kind of fits this podcast um but yeah, so good. Yeah, it has a lot movie. of little it. surprises. See, you're welcome. <laughs> no, I'm so glad. I can't believe it took me this long to watch it. I'm so glad I finally did. It's so good. Very good movie. I loved it. I, I Side uh, ending number B. Number B. Oh my gosh. You okay? Ending B <laughs> is uh, Dwight doesn't die he makes it out and he he just like ends up as uh patrick stewart's uh bus boy or whatever he was in green room oh it's like connected yeah i don't think he would have done that though no it just would be cool that guy was really quiet and like just went along with everything knew how to mess with or like he kind of handled the situation kind of like how Dwight does oh yeah like he he's the guy that whenever they called 911 he took it and then he like ran with it right yeah interesting I didn't think about that all right so I I have a question we don't have to answer it but what 
Which one do you like more? Probably Green Room. Yeah. And I, I think because of the shock that I had mm. watching it, I was like, oh, holy shit, what is happening? Like, it went from zero to 9,000 in a matter of seconds. Like, all Anton one or I don't remember oh, his name. All Anthony he wanted Elton? to do was grab a, f- a phone. Oh. No, the, yeah. the, char- the actual character's name. Ooh, I don't remember. Yeah, but that that's I think that's why I like that one more. Yeah. I Don't kind get me wrong, of, this is amazing. Oh yeah, this is good. It's like I mean, it's like top tier, and then the other one is just like top top tier. So like mm-hmm. I or they're like just lateral, like maybe they're just like both really fucking good. I wish I would have seen this one first and then Green Room. Because I feel like maybe Green Room is the reason it's probably better in our eyes, because it has like more actors also it probably has a bigger budget um which makes a difference but yeah this movie's so fucking good i really it makes me want to watch like everything this director's done because i love both of these movies he does um intensity really well he does like what is the word not intensity but also like thriller yeah god what is suspense yes yes he does all of that really well. Or like you said, just like, I feel like both of these movies have a, like a, a, the thing that ties them together is a sense of dread. Like you just dread throughout the whole movie, what's going to happen at the end. And even like in green room, I feel like that, even though a bunch of people died, they it had a good ending. Cause like two of them actually made it out. They killed the bad people. And this one, even though he does die, like his sister is not probably as, it's going to be fine. And that was, that was his entire goal. I think he knew he was probably going to die. Yeah. Um, He just was concerned about his sister, but yeah, love it. Love this movie. I think it's a, it's a perfect to me, a perfect November movie. It's like kind of, I mean, cause it's blue throughout and like November is a very, is kind of like dark and bluish, I guess. Oh, you said blue. Yeah. All right. Then that's perfect. Oh you, could, <laughs> you couldn't have picked a, better segue into like legitimately you're gonna be so upset with how good you segued this oh no wait i can't We're even watch megamind <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna watch megamind the blue king is back <laughs> i'm so mad didn't we watch megamind no i don't think so oh. no I'm thinking of Monsters vs. Aliens. Isn't that the same movie? It is not the same movie. Definitely within the same, not playlist, but same era. Of Honestly, movies, when you, you know? said blue and you said that's a good connector, I thought you were going to say we were going to watch Sonic. I don't think Sonic's on anything, is it? I don't know. You probably would have picked it if it was. No. <laughs> Mega Megamind? Megamind? Mega mind. All right. It's on uh, Prime. I feel sorry for our listeners. <laughs> like they, it's like a real roller coaster. <laughs> I like though that you can tell who's picking. Like we don't have to say who picked this. Who picks every week? You just know. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> um, 
do me a favor, Anthony, and go to our Apple Podcasts and look at the reviews. Do we have one? <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> Is it bad? You'll, you'll see. It's not bad nor good. Or it's not good nor bad. <laughs> How do I see the reviews all the way at the bottom? Did you review our po- Okay, okay. Let me read this one. My favorite podcast ever created. <laughs> Five stars by Olivia Trevino. I had no idea you could review your own podcast. This is great. This podcast is great. I have a lot of fun making it and it brings me a lot of joy. The title for this review may be a little biased, but I'm sticking with it. <laughs> Did you know that we can review it ourselves? I mean, they don't know it's us. I'm I'm assuming you're not signed into our I don't even know the sign in, but that's <laughs> Well, Thank you. A glowing review. <laughs> no, you might have to submit a new one after Megamind. I know. I regret it now. I should yeah. put that my review. The five star status is contingent on what movie is picked. This movie, I, Megamind, I haven't even seen it and I already know it's a two star. You've never seen At Megamind? No. The hell I look like watching Megamind. Bro. I'm so glad I watched. I picked this then. Another, I mean, who knows? Maybe to be like a sur- like Surf's Up. I liked Surf. I was surprised by how much I like Surf's Up. I'm just gonna add another like. I feel like we need like a Hall of Fame of movies that I made <laughs> you watch. That's just like so funny. Like Stuber, Game oh Over, Man. God. I've I saw that before. You told me to watch it. That'll be know, a good post. Maybe we'll do again. that. I'm giving you, I always give you like amazing, like amazing movies to watch where you could tell your friends like, oh, you should watch Blue Ruin and they'll be so impressed by your movie knowledge and be like, you know what? Anthony is a great source for movies. And then you make me watch fucking Megamind. What am I going to do with that? I want you to know that I really don't care, even if they do think (laughs) that. (laughs) Like, what does that do for me? I don't know. Makes you look cool. I picked a social network. Scott Pilgrim, Vivarium, Paranormal Activity. I picked some good ones. I guess. Nacho Libre. I honestly might be my favorite episode we've done. I I constantly listen to that ending. I do too. <laughs> There's like the, the reason if that has a spike in listens, it's only because of me and you. It definitely is. I haven't checked, but uh. That I worked so long on just that ending part to get the, because like I had to cut it to to be like that to make that progression so fast. Because mm. it's like a three minute song. I mean, it's like a song song. So transition from like the beginning to where it gets louder is like minute one and minute three. I had to cut it. And try to make it sound nice, and I'm very happy with how it turned out. No, it was really good. That was the first time. <laughs> I don't think I ever tell you, like, good editing. <laughs> but that was the first time where I was like, I have to text him. I, I mean, I yeah. feel like that episode was just good in general. Like, even 
I that's probably one of my favorite graphics that I've designed. Yeah, I really like that graphic too. Add yeah, a little like shadow. Props to you on that one. This next one, I'm gonna text it to you like after this recording. I think it's it's really good. It's not a still from the movie. I'll give a little teaser. Well, people already seen it, but it's a picture I'm I found excited. where I was like, ooh. But yeah. All right. So I I would love for people to give us movie ideas. Um and if you want a mega mind sort of thing message anthony because i can't help you um but (laughs) but i'm just kidding you can message us on instagram at brother sister show and twitter at bro sis show i i'm not i'm not a like a snob i like to i i like watching movies like i loved watching surfs up and seeing i thought i wouldn't like it but i love that i was proved wrong and that i did so i love if there's a movie that you think i would like i would not like just by looking at it but then watching it will change my mind please let us know I, i'm always wanting to watch those movies because it's hard for me to make an investment like i on my own i would never watch megamind but who knows maybe it'll be one of my favorites doubt it but who knows that'd be hilarious <laughs> all right see you next time peace